commencing operation determination for how would one make change if they lack willpower. Example, let's take Kyle from Earth, who desires to impress other homo sapiens, but lacks the will power to buy deodorant compared to our gracious leader, Megatron, who always wears ancient spice. Now then, let's change the frequency to another, unfortunately, episode of Swords Bar Podcast. Welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2019 continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two fabulous co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. And I'm Clickbait. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers issues 19 to 24. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go back, read the comics, then come listen to the podcast. Also, we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. That's a five, zero, and I think there's another zero in there, subscribers. We'll be <laughs> holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So click that subscribe button, ring the bell, tell your friends it's a good time, even if you have to lie to them. Anyway, now onwards with the podcast. With that, clickbait, do you mind giving us the fun facts and trivia about the comics we'll be discussing for today's episode? So let's jump into those facts. Fast facts. We're going to start with the number of comics, which is six. Uh, issue 19 was released in uh, March 18th of 2020, and issue 24 was released November 11th of that same year. Our writer for these comics is going to be Brian Ruckley, with artists being Anna Malkova, Billy Montfort, Blackie Shepard, and Beth McGuire-Smith, with colors by Joanna Lafuente and John Paul Bovee. Trivia. In issue 20, it's only coincidence that you may find sim many similar comparisons to Earth events in 2020, such as Prowl representing morally questionable depictions of police brutality, protest signs that read, No Justice, No Rule. Although many of these were finalized months in advance and were originally solicited for April 1st, both the writers and artists apologized for the parallels to Earth events. In issue 22, our frequent commenter Vox Pop takes their name from the journalistic concept of Vox Pop, which is short for Vox Populi, which is literally the voice of the people. The term generally refers to man-on-the-street-style interviews with ordinary citizens, and given his heavy-handed inflammatory wreck, it seems as Vox Pop fills a similar niche on Andromeda's show. In issue 24, the titan Croaton shares his name with the type from the Cyberverse cartoon. In that show, the Quintessons briefly possessed Croaton's body and directed him to attack Cybertron. This version of the character seems to have heard a similar feat as Wheeljack notes that Croton was usurped by Exarchon and subsequently destroyed during the War of the Threefold Spark, leaving nothing behind save for the drifting Croton cloud. I also have no idea if I pronounced any of those words correctly. <laughs> I don't know. Earth, Earth culture is weird. They have some weird, they it throw really some H's is. and things that shouldn't have H's. You know, it's a whole mess. It, yes, and then all their different... Their one vowel that they have can have like five different sounds. It's incredibly frustrating based on consonants that go before it, vowels that go before it. It's ridiculous. Thank you for reading that. And it has been read now. 
Kilo, can you <laughs> tell us the summaries? <laughs> Will do. The Ascenticons step up to help with relief efforts, but as Megatron tightens his grip on the Ascenticon guard, Bumblebee begins to suspect that something is amiss. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. And as always, we like to give a special shout out to our patrons. You're all amazing. And thank you for supporting the show. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. Thank you so much. Thank View you, this list you. of patrons now. Thank them <laughs> for their efforts. Are we ready to dive into the comics? We are ready. Always. Perfect. The Ascenticons see some rearranging, removing Alita One as lead guard in place of Skytread and adding the Rainmakers, who I love by the way, and others to their ranks, with the intent on killing Bumblebee, while at the same time tensions rise between Orion Pax and Sentinel Prime. What are our thoughts at this moment? There's just so much scheming. It's just scheming, scheming, more scheming. Rainmakers are adorable. Just in the back of the panel, they're just like touching hands, just like, oh, little hand touchies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like, I like the new members that they brought in. They they brought the Duocon. Uh, I don't know their name separately. I I, I thought I That's researched single con and Unocon. No. No, 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 no. Wow. They're, they're dual cons because they can combine the form Battle Trap. And I don't remember oh, their names without ah. Battle Trap. But it's something Trap and then something Battle. And then, and then they combine and become Battle Trap. Are they related to the Battle Trap from Rise of the Beast? Uh, maybe. And, you know, a new iteration. I don't know. If if, I don't think they're a combiner, but it's probably, mm, it's probably a version suspicious. of it. But I can I can clear I can clearly see why they removed Alita at least because they were they they saw Alita kind of conversing with Bumblebee so they can assume, you know they they could be a, a spy or trying to put the plan and in jeopardy. Well, Alita has had very kind of Autobot sentiments for a while, especially you know the way she stepped in to stop Skytread from hurting Bumblebee previously, and the way that she's very clearly I mean Megatron can't really trust her with interventions that he needs implemented because she does have Autobot mentality. You know, when last time Skytread right. needed to be taken out of the situation, or I think it was Barricade, and he put Skytread in charge of it. But he can't do that to Alita because she's going to say that's that's not right. So she was a great figure he had to have to be, like, confused and to bring that kind of Autobot mentality to it when they cared about that. But Megatron is quickly realizing that he doesn't have the time to work gently around the populace anymore. Yeah, right, and deal right. with the the threats that that could be inside his uh, group. So he's like, I'll mm -hmm. just kind of cut them here and kind of work with the ones that kind of have a little bit more knowledge of or kind of know that are, will follow me. Absolutely. Shall we move on to the next point? We shall. Sure. So Nightbeat meets up with Prowl, and we learn more about Prowl's pet, uh, Flight, I think is the species, and their name is Green because, well, they, they are green. <laughs> I love wow her. Here. They're cute. They're very cute. What? So I'm focusing a little bit on the Cybertronian message here. What's on Prowl's door wings? Sometimes, not every time. <laughs> Magically reappears and disappears. It's it comes great. and goes, but when it's there, it does say um, police, which we see pretty consistently throughout various continuities of Prowl in it. His, his door wings mm -hmm. do tend to say police. I know there's been a couple of mishaps previously, but they do tend to say police which makes sense because that's what he is and i love green i want her she's so cute <laughs> so 
moving us forward, I enjoy the scene with security where Strongarm is saying she is cursed and gets shot at all the time. Then Sideswipe shows up and she says, I'm definitely going to get shot again <laughs> as they move. It. And Swindle runs something of a gambling racing operation. But mm -hmm. what I want to point out is a new character called Trick Diamond. I love their design, their personality. Yes. But is there anything else you two want to point out or add here between all of these things? I like I like Trick Diamond. It has a kind of has a little bit of feel of like Nightbird and Narcy kind of mixed together, but its own bot. Like it has uh, visual components. I would say not necessarily like the characteristics of them. But like the visual components are there, but they look very interesting, and, and I kind of want to see more of them. Uh, I hope we we get to see them again in the in the continuity. And there's three bots in the crowd that stood out to me. There's uh, or yeah, three three bots. It's uh, pipes, Riptide, and Anode are all in the crowd. That is interesting. We haven't seen Anode in quite some time. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really cool how even with how with Prowl especially and what we saw earlier with Skystalker, how they're really emphasizing that these characters have real thoughts and feelings and emotions. You know, you see Prowl here and he's really struggling to deal with the fact that he hasn't caught these killers yet. I mean, when your entire personality is based on being security and preventing bad things happening to bots and then catching the people who do them and you can't do a job for whatever reason, it's a lot to process. And then with Skystalker, it's incredibly you know, the, the bond that a city speaker has their titan is very very deep and he intentionally harmed his titan and so you're seeing he's feel very conflicted and shockwave's mad and everybody's mad and so i love the, the way that they're definitely making the consequences of these characters actions real and also the consequences of other characters actions on the characters that we're focusing on at the time super great i love the character oh, absolutely development. absolutely Oh, the character yeah. development is fantastic in these comics already. Yeah, I think that mm -hmm. the, the writers uh, for IDW have really done a good job for the both in both continuities because sometimes you read something and you think not much of it, but then later on it kind of has a bigger impact and like it affects more bots. And like I like the little nods of like it affects them a little here, but then later on it'll probably be like a callback and it'll be you'll see the bigger picture of their actions and it'll and you know they'll they'll have to you know. Uh, take care of those consequences as as they come. So I, I really enjoy the writings. Yeah, talking about big consequences, Leviathan falls in a hole or a very large, I you could say Grand Canyon, on Cybertron's surface, which has a research team attempting to haul them out. But at the same time, the Rise is on the other side, stuck. And well, conflict happens. Any thoughts on this? Because I really enjoy. When backup arrives for the Autobots, and so does for the Rise, including Sixshot and the conflict that continues from there. I love the combat art. I love everything about it. I love that uh, right before where you see them in combat, you see, I don't remember the name of the character, our red Garbots is back at HQ with Nautica, and they're trying to prevent the Voin from going there and messing things up because we haven't found Quake yet. And Quake is the one who killed their Voin. And so I love that the Voin are there and they're constantly working in these other species like the Aovans previously. And then we just switch right back to combat and it's awesome and I love it. I think the, the bot you're talking about is Point Blank. Point Blank, it is Point Blank. Yes, it is. 
I like the the combat scene. I think there was a, a pretty fun scene with Quake and uh, Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Quake was almost gonna run over Rumble, and they transform into a little <laughs> set, and then they come yeah. out, and they're like, they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> that would that could have gone so wrong. Hilarious. <laughs> it was I thought they were gonna die when that happened. I was like, oh, I did too. They're just gonna kill them off. Yeah. <laughs> Which but I thought was, was great because then you see Sideswipe, and I believe it was Sideswipe. Was no Sideswipe was Sideswipe did arrive for this now, where he no it was Smokescreen. Gosh, I cannot Smoke keep screen, my yeah. bots straight today. There's so many. No, there's just like 23,000 bots. Uh, This brings me to one of my quick clickbaits, quick quotes, uh, which besides what Smokescreen, oh my gosh, says, this crew wouldn't know the word team if we'd been shut in a box for a mega cycle. And then you see Quake try to run over Rumble. And I was like, this is great. This is amazing. I love it. Such comedic timing. I really enjoy when Leviathan, not not in this one, right? But what was really great is when Leviathan was like telling them like I don't like to transform and then finally she decides like oh it looks like no one's gonna come and rescue me so I'll just do it myself like, and fine. she changes the tides of battle I know it's like being told to get out of bed in the morning like fine <laughs> and the the I'll battle changes tide drastically and I absolutely love their design, and I hope we get a mm-hmm. toy. I don't think we will, but I hope we do because the designs, oh, like, uh, are beautiful in these ones. Yeah, since they are like an excavator, uh, somebody could make a costume out of the Legacy Metroplex. I know it's not yeah. the perfect, but it's an excavator, so with maybe some three D printing parts, you could kind of get something going, you know. Mm. Uh, but yeah. I, I like the colors. It, it definitely has the Blitzwing colors. Which at right. first I saw, I'm like, huh, the colors look different in their alt mode. So I'm like, oh, more purple than I thought. I hope they don't turn Decepticons because <laughs> usually purples <laughs> are for the Decepticons. But uh, the fight was funny, especially when they fall and they just crush Quake. And they're yes. like, oh, no, he's been crushed. Okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> I feel like it was intentional because you see her kind of guarding him with her hands. Like she's keeping him there. Yeah. Well, Quake blew out her knee, and so that made her fall. That's true. So it was kind of his own fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it the, was his the, fault. The That's hubris fair. here. Uh-huh. So they captured Quake, and then they decide to do a trial. And during the transportation mm-hmm. of Quake to his trial, he escapes and runs into the Voin Enforcer squad. This had so many which issues. Does, there was so much wrong with it. So, so much wrong. Which <laughs> does a number on him? Thinking? I don't know, but he is victorious in the end and is heavily damaged and attempts to transform, but B jumps into action and, well, kills their only witness against the Rise and the Ascenticons. What were your thoughts on his death? Like, it, it, B took a life, which, to be fair, I had it coming a little bit. <laughs> well, well, they did a yeah, really good uh... job actually setting the scene for this. You see in these previous issues, especially when Windbade wakes back up, that Bumblebee is really, really struggling. He's really struggling with what happened. Yes. He's really struggling with processing his emotions. And all of that, he's been mad at Quake. He's been mad at the Ascendants. He's been so mad in general. It's completely logical for him to just snap. And I mean, you have a poorly trained, overworked, sprint-in security system, and arguably the most hated, most dangerous bot on Cybertron at that point being Quake, that the public is aware of because they don't know of the machinations of Megatron mm-hmm. or Shockwave. What, what could possibly go wrong? Let's parade them. Let's have an intelligence force clearly not 
being actively working intelligence force, cough, cough, star scream, who's clearly not <laughs> doing his job. He's not, tar- he's not stopping the threat of the public being dealt with before they even get to the Senate building, mm-hmm. which we know why, but they don't know why. It's just a disaster. It also felt the weird start. the way they transported him. Like they left him out in the open. Like he wasn't being transported in a vehicle. He was being displayed. So that it felt that doesn't seem like a weird me. flex from the Autobots. That was the point, though. They wanted to show that we don't have mm-hmm. to contain him. We have done this. It was a terrible idea. But were they in any other time it's in their totally. history, like in their peacetime, that would have been appropriate to showcase the prowess mm-hmm. and the abilities of the Autobots to complete completely subdue an opponent or an enemy in open air and parade them through this crowd. Tensions have just been too high at this point. It's it's ridiculous. Yes. It was a terrible, terrible idea, but they did yeah. it regardless. And Bumblebee suffered their consequences. To him, this was the most logical conclusion. This, this bot has already killed. He's already killed. He's going to do it again. He has no mm-hmm. qualms about it. And that's super cool that this is a real, like, he had to make that decision. Someone he cared about and was responsible for died at the hands of this bot. Would you not kill him? And because I'm not arguing for or against (laughs) it, but he wouldn't be, he wouldn't have made it this far. Anyway, Bumblebee is obviously arrested, which makes sense. And then we move on to Megatron pushing further because one of his people just got killed. So Megatron and his Insurrecticons, I mean, sorry, his Ascenticons <laughs> and the Rise embrace the new term Decepticons to make their big push. Any favorite scenes or parts that stand out to either of you? I really enjoy seeing the Rainmakers inclusion in all of this, including their powers, because we haven't really seen too much of their powers and other yeah. continuities, especially comics. And it's like really fun to see the obscure characters we've been seeing. I enjoyed seeing Grotesque in Ironhide's crew. That's one of my, I like the monster bots a lot. So I am happy to see at least one of them in the continuity. And I, I like seeing the, the little cassettes arrive in the little like, trailer and they just all pop out. Yes, it was yes. Pretty cute. that was adorable. <laughs> that was awesome. It was great. For, and then I think it's uh, Ravage that says for like, let's get re- re- revolutionary. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> funny. I, I liked it. So it, it was great. I'm loving that Orion is, we've seen him. He's been reluctant to accept what's been happening the entire time. He is trying to see the best in everything. And you see him just decide that this is not working. He's Something has changed and he's seen the shift in either Cybertron or Megatron's behavior, he's seen something, and he's beginning to suspect that Megatron is kind of not... He's sacrificing the means for the end. He's he's completely becoming illogical. He's just doing whatever he can to get what he wants. And he says this when he talks to Megatron, when Megatron enters into the Senate building after they've tried to have this meeting without the Ascendicons, when he tells him, uh, another one of Clickbait's quick quotes, is how a thing is done becomes the thing itself. You will become the means you employ, Megatron. And this warning obviously falls on deaf ears. Megatron is not paying attention. And Optimus understands this, or Orion understands this, and he says to whoever is with him at the time, uh, it's past time we learn from our failures, time we learn to imagine the worst, not the best, such as the possibility that our greatest threat have just breached our last line of defense. This security force is already toast, and we see that when the Rainmakers come in and when Megatron goes completely crazy and 
his grand plan is revealed. He's going to annihilate the Senate and impose himself in singular control. And Orion catches on to this just in time for him to be completely ineffective in stopping it. And I feel so bad because he was so close. He had the right idea. He was there. He he knew what was happening. He just didn't know how to what lengths Megatron would go. And I feel like, like it's how really extreme great. it got. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I love I'm just going to say I love the artwork on page 99 when oh, Megatron enters into and he's taking the, this little like glam step. And ooh, it was very nice. I loved the art. He's just taking like a big like, runway walk into the conference, the senate room it was amazing i loved it well even even his like his speech and the emotions and all that like oh, the, the artist really captured like the scene perfectly like his gestures with his hands and all like you can mm -hmm. kind of feel it moving on the page and it's, it's like great it's great mm -hmm. and we're left with that cliffhanger right there i know it was <laughs> and our so last bad issues cover will jack and his team made up of cosmos huffer lancer and i believe the last one is gears there could be another one but we'll get to that soon. <laughs> to save the moon. He's an enemy, isn't he? He's something, isn't he? We're plummeting towards the sun, and they have seven cycles to figure it out. And as the cycles grow near, they find an enemy, Kilo, on board one of the shuttles. As in their name is enemy. Odd choice, but whatever. What are our thoughts on this conundrum that they have Mission Impossible themselves into? I, I like the little short story with like Wheeljack and doing that because we also get a little bit of backstory of Wheeljack and his relation with the Ascenticons when Termagax was leading them and kind of his history with the moon that they're currently on and that Termagax was the one that built it. So we get a little bit of that like he's trying to save the legacy of Termagax and not let it get destroyed in one way but then he'll, we also see him like drifting apart from Termagax once uh, Termagax decides to leave the Senate, mm -hmm. Megatron's going to take charge. And he's like, you know, he means well, but he can kind of veer off the path. And so Terramagax is like, Wheeljack, then you should be there to kind of help him through it and all that. So I really like that backstory with Wheeljack because we saw them with the Combaticons in the past. So I really, I like that they brought that back and we get a little bit of more history of the Ascenticons and Terramagax and all that. I agree. I am a total sucker for backstory and character building and we see you know wheeljack and termagax's relationship and i loved how they started off on the same path but then termagax wanted to try and change the system without changing people's perceptions of the system first and how that really just frustrated mm -hmm. her and she couldn't make any headway and, and wheeljack told her that and she said you know what i'm done i don't want to take it anymore and Megatron gets it. And it's crazy to think one of the things that kind of blew me away with how they were running this is they made it very clear that it has taken a very long time for all these past events to transpire. The actual time that many of these bots have been alive, aside from our new forges, and the time that goes in the slow deterioration of a society towards their downfall and how fast it falls once the scale tips. And then another thing I loved is how how patient Wheeljack was with with uh is it Gears who's his Gears. his mentee? Gears. That was mm -hmm. so cute. And then he turns around and snaps horrible. at Huffer. I think it's Huffer for commenting on, "Oh, you're so patient, Wheeljack. What else am I gonna do? He's not the source of yeah. my frustrations." I thought that was great, but that's something that we see that Megatron doesn't do, and how mm -hmm. he and Termagax kind of differed in that. And so I thought of drawing some really cool parallels on how it depends 
on what your view is on how you manage these stressful situations and how it can, if you have a position of power, ultimately influence your followers and the society that you're a part of. I thought it was super cool. I'm probably digging way too deep into this, but I loved it. <laughs> and therapy. I, I, and, love, yes. I love Lancer's <laughs> design. I know, I think Lancer was part of the Power of the Primes or the Titans Return mm -hmm. line. Uh, mm -hmm. And they, they, they just took the RC or the Chromium mold. I think it was from that line and kind of gave it new colors mm -hmm. to create a new character for the combiner. But I like the colors, like they're vibrant. Well, Lancer's and... from G1, actually. Is it? Oh. Yeah, she's she's in the all-female Autobot team led by Alita 1 on Cybertron. No, I, just, I don't remember chocolate. seeing those colors in that team, so I thought it was a, a brand-new kind of color or and a brand-new kind of character. He was also a San Diego Comic-Con. On, I believe 2019 exclusive for the War for Cybertron line. It was her and Galaxy Wave who were the exclusives for that. And you could, if you went there and you went to like the Hasbro booth, they also handed out little pins of them that you could get and then go buy the Ooh, figures. Okay. So that was super cool. Mm. As you're saying, Kilobyte. No, I'm just saying I like the character. Like, like I saw the toy and I like the colors and the vibrancy of it. And I thought it was a brand new character. Uh, but it's kind of hard to keep track. There's so many of them, but there's so, like, there's so many. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I like I like seeing them here, and then I like seeing enemy. Enemy is a very obscure one character. But it's a funny. it's a Japanese exclusive one, but it's a it's a red cassette. They probably just took Rumble or Frenzy and they just made it red and blue. I think it is the colors, and they just call it enemy. And I think it's funny. And I like the name. It's like great. I like when they they're like, "What is your name?" Like enemy, and they're like, "That's an odd name to choose." <laughs> and he's like, "I, I like, chose oh, I guess it." They did choose it. And he's like, "No, I did choose it." And I like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so like, no, I did choose. <laughs> it was great. That's that's somewhat worse. I know. <laughs> like, oh, dummy. In the end, they they save the moon. Something Ooh. weird happens to Wheeljack, and Team Stream shows up, and that's it. Any final thoughts or anything we need to circle back to? Team Stream. I love. Uh, the more I see Flame Ward. I get the vibes of like a Harley Quinn slash Deadpool kind of character, okay. uh, kind of like the jokey so character, and uh, not like... necessarily cynical, but like jokey, and it's all like fun because she enjoys what she does kind of character, mm -hmm. and uh, I just love it. And that final scene when they're all like standing there, all menacing, slipstream, ah, oh, looks so good. I know. So I feel like oh, whenever Flamewar does like that, it's Team Stream. I feel like she's talking in, remember in Transformers Earthspark when the new Forges were trying to yes. pretend that they had captured them and hashtag, or was it hashtag's voice? I don't remember who did it, but somebody was trying to be all like tough. And I feel like that's what Flamewar sounds like. She uses the same voice <laughs> when she's being like, oh, yo, it's Team Stream, man. We're the baddest in the galaxy. It's just the funniest. <laughs> that's, that's what I hear in my head. For, for for me, it sounds like uh, what the Earthlings do, it's streaming, so it feels like a streamer. It's like, hey, welcome to another stream of, of Team Stream. <laughs> We're here together on the moon. Let's get to it, kind of thing. I feel it's like your girl, Flame War. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I love it. All right. Are we ready for Rod Star rating? I think so. I think I don't I think, think so. I have any more quotes. All. Perfect. Uh, Clickbait, you want to lead the way? Oh my gosh, you're starting with me. That's so rude. <laughs> Anyways, Rod Stars. I love all this character development. I love it all so much. It's really content heavy. It kind of took me a while to get through them. But I, I 
love it. We're really getting to glimpse into the characters' lives. We see how they think, how they act, and they're drawing a lot of parallels to like how an actual society would degrade or function. I love it. I personally, for me, it's a five out of five. I loved it. We're doing five, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you can do five. Yeah, you That's can do five. You, you can do less. Well, I mean, it's like out of five. I always forget. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. So five out of five for me. There wasn't a lot of witty banter, but it was replaced by really, really deep dialogue and issues that are very mm -hmm. real in that world. And I loved it. It was wonderful. Interspecies relationships, combat, plot twists, plot twists, trying to kill people. I loved it. It was great. Billabite, you want to go next? Yeah, I, I enjoyed these ones. The art is amazing as well. Uh, they've all been great. Uh, love all the characters that we're seeing and like the 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 more obscure characters that are a little are there for maybe one panel or stuff like that i like seeing those and i like the slow build-up of megatron's speech when he gets to the senate and like when we get to that climax part where he finally gets there and he's like we are the decepticons we're gonna take this uh city and you know we're gonna lead this new cybertron it was great and the panels where he's doing his speech are amazing mm -hmm. so again five out of five I'm having a blast with this continuity. If the listeners have not <laughs> noticed that all of have been five, but it's just, it's good. It's great. It's definitely picking up. And I, is this the first time we're all going to rate it five out of five? It would be the second time. Is it the I second time? Well, yeah. I'm also going to go with five out of five. I really enjoy all these absurd characters being brought into the spotlight, which is what I really appreciate. Cause we, we've seen Optimus a billion times. We've seen Prowl a billion times, but it's not just about them in this series. They're bringing like Lancer. They're bringing at uh, Javelin, which is a new character from the previous continuity. They're bringing new characters. We've never seen before, like Termagant like, uh, and uh, some of the Titans, right? Deep dive. <laughs> There's so yeah. many. So good. I like learning about new characters, along with the old ones. The old ones help, right? Yeah, and also so six stars because he's gorgeous, and I love six his shot. art, and that he's just a cranky commander yeah. trying to do his job, even though it's for the wrong side. I love him. He's so pretty. <laughs> I forgot to say I, that. I love that every time Six Shot appears, he uses all almost all the six modes oh, it's in great. the battle. He's just totally and flexing. Just, he, he doesn't stay to one. I'm like, yeah, he's just he just keeps transforming. I'm like, I love every single. <laughs> he's a one bot army. It's great. That's yes, what they were saying the whole time building him up. But listeners, what did you think of these comics? How many rod stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. Now, we don't have any emails to read to you today, although. We will have some more Q&As coming out. Woo. We will have more guest appearances on our D&D Transformer Rollout Woo. podcast. So please go check those out. But if you do want to send us an email, we'll read it here on the podcast and we'll respond to you in person. Well, not in person. Via, via voice. <laughs> via voice and uh, over email. Someone send us an email. But you can send us. We want to read it. An email at Swerve's Bar Podcast. That is S. W E R V E S B A R podcast at gmail.com. So, are you two ready for Transformers Galaxies 7 through 12? I'm always ready. I'm ready. And uh, All right. I have Any one toys? more thing. I have one more thing I just remembered. You have one more and thing. I wanted oh to ask my you this gosh. Thing. There's a scene. <laughs> there's a scene when, uh, when Windblade wakes up and she goes to see Bumblebee. Did it feel like they were almost in a relationship? 
No. Mm, no, I think they've no, just worked I guess together. It felt like a. Yeah, it felt like almost a mentorship almost. And she was just checking on him. Mm. I mean, to me, it felt like a good yeah, friend like a, was concerned. Like a good friend. She was really concerned. Mm hmm. Okay. So, toys. All right, with that, uh, <laughs> toys. Any new toys you guys want to talk about? We just got real for a second and we just pulled it back in. <laughs> I just got a needle nose. Uh, toys. I. A needle uh, nose? Yeah. Talk about that. He, he, apparently, I haven't tried it yet because I've been busy, but apparently, he combines with the Legacy Skyquake. So I'm super excited to try that. Ooh. I also have Skyquake, which I think I mentioned on a previous episode. And you did, yeah, you did. So I got a little needle nose now, and I also picked up um, a core class Soundwave. He came with me to jury duty uh, a week and a half ago. Strange <laughs> Earth custom. I, he was listening I think that's a into the conflict of interest. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. It was fine. He was chill. He stayed quiet. Um, the jury duty. I don't recommend it. He was just listening what he does. I, I tried it. It is not for me. I'm so glad I <laughs> don't live on Earth because I would not make it if I had to do that regularly. It involves sitting still. You know how hard it is for us Saturnians to sit still? It's really hard, okay? Don't recommend, <laughs> but I'm very excited to go hang out with my, my new toys and transform them and combine them. Kilobyte. That's awesome. Uh, I, Onyx helped me find a studio series last night, Hot Rod. And it's my first it's hot rod. Hot rod. The French accent that he doesn't like, <laughs> but I find it funny. Uh, it's my favorite Michael Bay design. Uh, it's not. It's more streamlined and sleek. And it's my first Michael Bay uh, design toy, and I really like it. And because of it, now I'm looking for the Rise of the Beast Scourge because I like that design. I usually just. Don't buy a lot of the Michael Bay ones because it's kind of hard to tell in the toy form. Like the in the movies, they look decent enough, and you could tell for most of them. In toy form, sometimes it's just kind of like a lot of spikes everywhere, mm -hmm. so it was kind of hard for me to really enjoy the toy. And, but mm -hmm. this one really, they really nailed it, and it looks very good. And so I think Scourge is another one that looks very good to the movie, and it's I think it works that the the design is more streamlined and less spiky. Compared to, to like Megatron and the other Decepticons from the other movies. So I'm out looking for that one now. Nice, nice, nice. I, well, we record these ahead of time, so you'll never know. But I recently got for my birthday a masterpiece Road Rage from these two co-hosts, which I really enjoy. I have it displayed with my, uh, makes no sense, but I have my uh, Grimlock having their hand out and she's sitting on it with her gun out getting ready to like to blast someone off. I don't know. That sounded <laughs> real weird. We're going to cut some of that out. <laughs> it's staying in. <laughs> it, it almost oh, feels yeah. like, look at my child kind of pose. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's he's like, so it's, big. He's like presenting it. I'll take a yeah. picture. Maybe that'll be on he's the YouTube. Definitely. How's that? He's like, look at my new toy. He's like, look at my new toy. Out of context, this sounds real wrong and real yeah, bad. Yeah, really bad. I promise you, it's it, it's not as dirty as it sounds. Onyx has been. Are canceled. you sure about that? Oh uh, no. no. Anyway, if you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you Do want to help caution. out the show even further, we have started a caution <laughs> Patreon. We also started a Redbubble, which you can also sponsor us through buying merch. All the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers 
that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D files and entry to our Discord channel where you can chat with us live. You'll even get early access to our comic review videos a week before their public release. And we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers, so click that subscribe button, the bell, all the all the buttons. I don't, I'm not familiar with Earth customs or There's culture. So we'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So click that subscribe button, tell your friends it's a good time. And as always, we hope you are all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening. Till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swords Bar Podcast, and even on Tumblr. Yes, with everything going on on Twitter, we figured we should cover our bases. Speaking of which, you can also find us on Twitter at Swords Bar, if that's still a thing. If you're interested in more content, try checking out our spin-off D&D series, Transform and Rollout. Season 3, titled Eons, is now available. Let's tune in to a preview now. Yeah, let's give that a shot. That sounds like a good plan. Don't get in over your head, Smother, but yes, I think it's a good uh, plan. Everything's over my head, I'm very sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I guess it's mannerisms or how you act. I don't know, it's just so familiar to me. As a DM, not necessarily a compliment. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> this is adorable. <laughs> They lift their blaster. Does a 13 land? By two points, yeah. By two you points. Better right. <laughs> <laughs> you better run. You better run. It's not my turn anymore. I can't. 39 points of damage. All hits right, you fine. straight in the chest. It's fine. Ain't nothing gonna uh, break in my stride. Nobody's gonna Ooh, hold me down. Because that was their first move out of two. Oh, no. <laughs> I was Little waiting man. for you to say something great like that. Oh, too. I was like, no. oh, it's it's fine, guys. Well, that was certainly something. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content, such as video games containing funny comments and trendy shorts. A link will be provided below. And if you're so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content such as reading files, access to their Discord, and listen to the content before it's released to the public. More links will be provided below and transmission.